This episode is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free, so you don't have to worry about monthly hosting fees. It has built-in creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Or you can record and edit using your favorite audio recording software and upload it straight to Anchor. Anchor will also distribute your podcast, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Pocket Casts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and Anchor will even match you with advertisers as your audience grows. So if you're interested in starting your own podcast, Anchor is a pretty great place to start. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H. OR.FM to get started. To two weebs in a trench coat. I'm Suzanne. I'm Madison. And today uh, we decided to talk about the big three in anime. Uh, if you were a weeb in middle school, you probably already know what this is going to be about. Ooh. Madison, what do you know about the big three or what comes to mind when you hear it in the context of anime? Naruto. One Piece. Uh. The other one. Um, but, <laughs> no, hold on. Uh, he, he's got the spooky death mask, and they're all reapers. Why can't I remember the name? I know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh my god. I want to say it, but I also want to see how long it takes you. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, <laughs> um, there's One Piece, there's Naruto, and then it's Bleach. There we go. That's there we go. <laughs> much longer than it needed to. But that's what I at least remember the three big sort of shonen anime being. And you could probably substitute Inuasha in there somewhere. But like those were like the big mid-2000s three that, that I vibe with despite only ever watching Naruto. Uh, yeah, so typically when people talk about the big three... Um, in the US and a little bit in Japan they are talking about Naruto, Bleach and One Piece and the reason why when people thought of anime they thought of those three is because they were actually genuinely really popular Mm -hmm. in Japan and the US um, because they were the most popular manga in Shonen Jump at the time Uh. so the way manga works it's kind of like US comics in that they publish issues every week Mm -hmm. But instead of an issue of just one comic, it's a chapter of every manga they publish every week. So Bleach, One Piece, and Naruto were consistently the top three in their uh, reader rankings. So that's why they were always on like the weekly cover, why there was so much promo given to those three. And then eventually when they were brought over to the U.S., they got English dubs, which made them more popular. Because if it's popular enough to get subtitles, that's one thing. But if it's popular enough to get a dub, that's when it's, you know it's really big because it costs so much more to dub a show. That's true. And I, and I know that if they were all sort of 
the top three in readership at the time, then they all sort of started around the same time too, and it takes years to finish a manga because they do monthly chapters. So what's funny is that they did not all start around the same time. Really? Yeah, so One Piece started first. The manga was serialized starting in 1997 and was adapted into an anime starting in 1999. Huh. Uh, currently, as of February, they have over a thousand chapters. Holy shit. And almost 960 episodes. Is it still going? Yeah, it's the only one of the three that are that is still running. Wow. It, it started the earliest and it's still going. Wow. Uh, and it's interesting because when I looked up, and I'll get into tv rankings Mm -hmm. later but it's still in the top five shows in japan currently that still gets super high ratings that's crazy yeah Uh, especially for a show that's been on since the 90s and has just been going for over 20 years at this point yeah that's that's crazy there's i think the only comparison you could make that maybe has that same cultural staying power is like sort of more meme stuff like like She-Ra and He-Man or like mm-hmm. non-cartoon things like Star Wars really have that that staying power in America. That's crazy. Yeah. And there are other shows that are kind of cultural mainstays in Japan that aren't really well known in the US. It's kind of like um I guess maybe like Saturday Night Live Supernatural. <laughs> Supernatural. But I mean, like, shows that a lot of people watch that in the U.S. that other people don't know about. Like, I had no clue what SNL was until I moved here. That's that's fair. Super SNL has been running for literally ever. Mm-hmm. And it just changes hands with, like, who's on the writing team and who's on the actual show. And I think that's part of why it's lasted so long. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think these other shows do that, but I get into that. Um, and the other one... After One Piece is Naruto, which started in 1999 in Shonen Jump, ended in 2014. The original anime started in 2002, ended in 2007, and then Shippuden started that same year, 2007, and then ended in 2017. Holy shit, 10 years of Shippuden. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Um, And then at the end of its run, Naruto had 700 chapters, and collectively in the anime with Shippuden, had 720 episodes respectable i know that there is a lot of that is filler so that is a respectable amount of like actual episodes in there that was like right until the end had massive popularity uh despite a ton of filler episodes because the anime started when the manga was still being serialized Mm -hmm. which required a lot of that filler to fill in space so that they could eventually get back to this main story, which happened a lot with Bleach. That's there are a ton true. of filler arcs that you could entirely skip and then come back to the show like a year later and yeah, where the manga was. Yeah, what I remember from those shows is like, because instead of um, waiting for the manga to catch up, they did filler. The other options that, that anime were doing at the time were they completely ignored the manga and branched off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or they just waited for the the manga to catch up by doing filler episodes so i'm glad it's it's a different approach like both are valid you get some interesting stories especially with like fma's complete branching off of the manga in the original series at least yeah what i find interesting about anime especially is that typically in the u.s uh in the west with adaptions they'll write a whole new story because they assume everyone's either already read the source material or they want to 
do something else with it. And typically with anime, they usually just follow the manga. And they might adapt things because anime is a different medium. But usually if you just watch the anime, you're not missing as much. Whereas, let's say you only watch the Harry Potter movies, you miss a ton of... Oh, there's so much that's cut, yeah. Or even Umbrella Academy. Is completely different. Like, the main framework is there, but the story and, like, Mm -hmm. the characters are unrecognizable but like in a good way because they did a mm-hmm. really good job of updating a like a decade old com- comic <laughs> and I'm glad that that it is updated and it doesn't follow the original the original comics mm-hmm. but if you've read those you can definitely see the um the influences and find all the easter eggs and references and stuff it's it's fun it's good mm-hmm. um and then the last one bleach started in 2001 ended in 2016 oh it's the baby yeah it started the latest ended the soonest huh. the anime ran from 2004 to 2012 the manga ended at 686 chapters and the anime ended at 366 episodes and bleach is the only one with an anime that hasn't covered its entire arc oh because the anime ended while bleach was in its final arc so they never adapted it. And I think there was an announcement recently, um, at least last year, that they are planning on adapting that final arc. Okay. I'm surprised that they didn't already consider doing, like, an OVA or a second series. Like, mm-hmm. that's usually pretty common. Yeah. I think because Bleach is so popular, it makes sense to just have another... I assume it's going to be a series, because there's kind of too much in there to just do a movie. That's fair. Maybe a two-part movie or something. But I think if they really want to make their money, they'll do a series. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Bleach, as far as I'm aware, is still decently popular. Like, if they did another mm-hmm. full series, it would it would do well. Like, I don't see mm-hmm. a, another Bleach series doing poorly. Yeah. Like, I watch it, and I complain about Bleach all the time. Um, so, another thing that's interesting about the three most popular anime of the late 2000s um is that if you're into anime at that time you usually picked one of those like everyone had watched at least one of these Mm -hmm. pretty much and mine was bleach and i'm not entirely sure why i think it's just because i liked the main character more than i liked the main characters and the other ones um i found naruto really annoying that's i know that's part of his character and that's on purpose but i just couldn't get past that (laughs) valid and then one piece was too long I, I never got into One Piece. I saw maybe a couple episodes, but, like, visually, I don't... Visually, the character design is not my favorite. Um, <laughs> I remember watching a couple episodes of Bleach, but it just not sticking. But for some mm-hmm. reason, my gay ass was like, Oh, Naruto, annoying blonde ramen boy? Yes. Thank you. More, please. <laughs> and, like, looking back at the quality between, like, that early first season and, like, the middle of the original series like the quality is insane the quality difference mm-hmm. it looks like a completely different show <laughs> yeah they ran for so long that you can see the art changes mm-hmm. not just in the manga but also in the anime as technology just changed yeah um, like naruto started in 2002 by the time it ends in 2017 anime art styles in general have changed um working digitally has changed they start putting out episodes in HD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's interesting with an anime like One Piece that's been running since the 90s, um, because it has to adapt to the change, but still retains the same art style. 
I want to do an episode about art styles. Mm-hmm. I talk about uh, Detective Conan that started in 96, I think, and is still running. Holy shit. So, yeah. So they've had to adapt the art style a bunch of times from 90s style to 2000s, 2010s. Mm-hmm. And you can see um, they redid the first two episodes as a special. Oh. When you compare the original 90s episode to the like 2017 episode side by side you can see how they kept the original kind of 90s style but adapted it which is interesting yeah that's cool yeah so i have a couple theories as to why those three were the ones that got super popular Mm -hmm. one theory is that a story usually becomes more popular after it gets an anime adaption so if one piece was already big when it got an anime the fandom probably exploded And then when it gets imported and gets a translation into English and a dub, uh, which opens up its audience, then it gets bigger because then you have people who wouldn't watch subs watching the dub. Yeah. And One Piece also got a four kids dub. That's true. Yeah. Because I think that this was still, the 2000s was an era where uh, the West still didn't really know what to do with anime. Yeah. Like, it was kind of aware of more adult shows. Like, at this point, Akira has come out, Ghost in the Shell, mm-hmm. um, Ava. But those are kind of shows that, like, the real nerds are watching. Yeah, not kids on a Saturday morning. They're like, oh, these are high schoolers. This is clearly a kid's show. Mm-hmm. I think Four Kids was started because they saw anime and its popularity and wanted to bring it to the U.S., but they didn't think it would translate well and this happened with ghibli movies um like nausicaa is one that had so many cuts to it that it was almost unrecognizable from the original yeah i like don't remember anything about the dub of nausicaa at all yeah and four kids got a lot of flack when it was still around for making dubs that were so different from the source material Mm -hmm. that there were like two different shows but that opening theme, the gum gum rap, that slapped. That's fair. I mean, as far as OG really shitty American dubs go, like, for whatever reason, the new theme songs they came up with were usually really good. Like, yeah. the Sailor Moon English dub original opening? Oh, a classic. This isn't an English dub, but the <laughs> the German Naruto opening is so bad. Oh, it's amazing. No. And I love it so much. I'll check it out after we're done recording because oh, you I've never to. seen it. There's like, I think there's like random Japanese in it. Yeah, I'm on my ninja clan. Ninja clan, here we stand. Naruto, I'm on my way. Naruto, I'll be okay. Getting ready to fight on site. Got my best friends by my side. Sasuke is really cool. Sakura, the beautiful. If you believe it, you can be somebody. You can be somebody. If you believe it. None of the lyrics make any sense. There's a guy like rapping in it. It's all in it's like partially English, partially Japanese, no German. It's very strange. 
Absolutely But incredible. it's so bad that I love it. My other theory is that action is just popular. It's always mm-hmm. been a popular genre. So when you have a story that has a lot of fast-paced action and adventure, people are going to latch onto it. Yeah. Uh, they also have huge casts with all sorts of different characters outside of the core group. So every time the main group of characters goes on an adventure, they're going to meet a new group of people with like cool character designs. Yeah, absolutely. Like even though I never really got into Bleach or One Piece, like you could, I could still recognize the like character design and like the art styles, and it. A lot of the characters look really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the purpose of, like, the cool spooky half-masks in Bleach, but they look <laughs> baller. So. Yeah, one thing about Bleach um, that I think always worked to its benefit is the writer Kubo Taito was really good at coming up with very fashionable characters. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever he drew them in street clothes, um, they always dressed really cool. Kind of like teenagers, but also the kind of teenagers that like walk down the street in a group together and you're like damn I wish I was friends with them like they always had these like really cool um like bold colors bold shapes in their clothing it always looked kind of weird like Mm -hmm. they shouldn't have been able to pull it off but they did god iconic love it (laughs) but yeah I think all of these manga creators are really good at creating new characters that were interesting to look at Mm-hmm. And I think that lended to their popularity. And also, they ran for so long that it was more likely that people were going to find it. Because if One Piece has been running for a thousand episodes, you're bound to catch it on TV at some point in your life. That's Because fair. there's so much of it. I mean, and I don't, I don't know about Bleach and One Piece, but I know that at least Naruto itself was on Cartoon Network, which was like a main mm-hmm. channel for kids in, um, in America. And still is. And mm-hmm. it had like the after school slot between two and five so it Mm -hmm. that probably contributed a lot to its popularity at least here even though the dub is is questionable (laughs) i mean they were very popular and they ran for a while and i know at least in the case of bleach it kind of overstayed its welcome Mm. like i remember when it was announced that the final arc was going to happen and then I checked back a couple months later, and I was like, is this, this still going? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but then I read all of it, because, like, I started watching it, um, let's say, like, 2007, 2008 or something, when it was still airing, and I really liked it, so I kept going, because I started, and I loved it at one point, mm-hmm. and it's, it was like a... <sighs> A very long relationship that needed to end but I couldn't let go of. Um, That's fair. But I think that they do, like, these shows kind of get a lot of shit for running for so long, but they're still beloved. Yeah. To a certain degree. Um, I assume One Piece has to have something going for it to still be in the top 10 of all anime that airs every week in Japan. So. Fuck if I know what that is, though. <laughs> uh,. It's probably a combination of nostalgia at this point, and, like, mm-hmm. as much as, like, p- 
personally for me the the art the character design is not my favorite they do have really interesting like antagonist design so that's also mm-hmm. like it is visually striking that's probably also yeah. a factor the only show i've ever watched that is as long um it's actually longer i think is detective conan and that is second or third in the weekly lists really um yeah, episode 1,000 airs next month. Holy shit. <laughs> I have watched all of them. I tip my my hat <laughs> to you. That is a frightening superpower that you have. Um, so, in the modern times, and we talked about this before when we were talking about doing this episode, mm-hmm. where we sat here like, what's the new big three like what are the three shows that everyone's watching what's the comparable current thing right now what what would you say are like the three most popular shows um i don't know about three but i know at least two of them are probably demon slayer and my hero Mm -hmm. academia Mm -hmm. i i genuinely could not tell you a third if you held a knife to my head like i i don't know what that yeah. what the third would be maybe the inuasha revival i don't know actually yeah uh i would argue attack on titan but that's mm. also just my perspective in the west um that's fair i mean i know it is popular over here at least on tumblr um mm-hmm. but it's probably the third um yeah but but the revival of Inuasha is probably a little bit of a runner-up because I know like a bunch of people who are talking about the new series. <laughs> so do you want to know what the new big three is? Yes, tell me. I'm actually really excited to know. Um, there kind of isn't one. Ah. Um, because times have changed. We have streaming services and online mm. manga subscriptions. People are free to choose whatever they want to read or watch. So popularity rankings aren't solely dictated by whatever um, the biggest manga publisher is anymore. Huh. Um, so I found this article that talks about um, ranking lists in Japan. Mm-hmm. And there's not one rating system that kind of covers everything. Not like, I think there are maybe one or two um, aggregators in the U.S., like the Nielsen rankings. Yeah. Um but also with Nielsen, I think they still only count live audience. So let's say you, let's say there are a million people watching next week's episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't know if it's even on right now. I, f- um, I don't. They know. don't. <laughs> they they'll count the people who watch it when it airs, but they won't count how many people then go and watch it on Hulu when they put it up there yeah. the next day. And that's that's flawed data at this point. That's an incredibly broken system with with mm-hmm. how much everything is online now. Yeah. And it's still they're still only getting a sample audience too, so they extrapolate a lot. Mm-hmm. So we'll have they won't count what everyone's watching. They'll count a couple of set top boxes and then extrapolate from there. Yeah. Um and these other ranking lists in Japan do kind of the same thing. Okay. Um so uh I found four of the most popular ranking lists in Japan. Mhm. One is from uh, Abema TV. Abema is one of the most popular streaming services in Japan. Oh. Um, it's an online television network, kind of like Netflix, but they have different channels. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. 
What you have? That would be cool. It would be like if you had like cable TV and ABC and what is it? Freeform, but they're all like online instead of like turning on your cable. I have not watched cable TV in so long. I couldn't tell you the last time I I willingly sat down and watched something on cable television. Yeah. It's got to be at least five years plus. <laughs> uh, that's um, that's cool though that it's an online service mm-hmm. with uh with like multiple channels though. Like that's a cool concept. Mm-hmm. But anime is so popular that they have three different anime channels. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. So there's Abema Anime, which is 24-7 uh, new and recent shows. So that's where they'll show stuff that's currently airing or aired in the past couple seasons. Um, anime Live is mostly late night shows and variety shows with voice actors. Um, they'll do interviews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then Everyone's Anime... Uh, is family-oriented and older shows. Okay. It's kind of like Disney Channel and Disney XD. Like, they have different channels for different audiences. Yeah. Or, like, Nicktoons and Nickelodeon and and Nick at Night. Uh, So, if we're specifically looking at the popularity of anime of people like us, like, in our demographic who go out of their way to watch... I guess, like, the more mature shows mm-hmm. um, or the ones geared specifically to people who watch anime regularly. Um, we'd want to look at the Abema anime rankings. Um, so for this past season, which is winter... Or this, this current season, which is winter 2021, number one is The Hidden Dungeon, Only I Can Enter. Two, The Quintessential Quintuplets. Two. Uh, three is Jujutsu Kaisen. Four is Horimiya. And five is Ari Zero, season two, part two. I've heard of none of these. <laughs> I'm watching two of those. I've heard of exactly none of them except maybe the the first one. I feel like I've maybe Hidden heard... Dungeon, only I can enter? Yeah. God, that yeah. sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to do... I want to look into why so many shows are doing super long titles. And it's usually isekai shows mm-hmm. um, where like, a character goes to a new is like dropped into an RPG basically yeah um, but what was fun looking at these uh, rankings from Japan specifically is how much they diverge from the US rankings mm-hmm. and I have a list of what's popular in the US currently um, and it's interesting to compare oh lay it on me uh, I have to get into the other ranking list okay um, so the next one on my list is Akiba Soken, which is a new site dedicated entirely to anime. Uh, so they'll talk about currently airing shows, what's coming up in the next season, and industry news. Oh. Uh, it's all in Japanese, though, so I relied heavily on Google Translate. Um, and a lot of... Uh, I can read hiragana and katakana, but I can't read a whole lot of kanji, so it was a lot of, like, yeah. guessing around what I can't read. Uh, so... Akiba Soken is um, this new site that hosts online polls every season to gauge the popularity of shows that are currently airing. Oh, nice. That's a better collection method than literally other, anything else that we have. Yeah, so it's skewed towards the kind of people who would read uh, Akiba Soken in the first place, uh, the kind of people who would 
go searching for anime news and watch anime consistently mm-hmm. but it's kind of what I'm looking for so yeah no um, absolutely yeah so the top five one Akudama Drive two Jujutsu Kaisen again three Wonder Egg Priority I've heard of that one yeah it's very good uh four is X-Arm no and five is that time I got reincarnated as a slime too uh I think that's yeah second season um okay it's are you wondering how X-Arm ended up on that list? Is it because people are hate-watching it? So, my theory, because on this website, it will show the cover art, the title, it'll give a synopsis of the show, and then a couple comments from people who voted for it. Mm-hmm. So, for a show like Jujutsu Kaisen, people are like, I really like this character, or... Um, the fight scenes are really cool and I like the how they're directing the episodes and stuff like that and then X-Arm is like why do their faces look like shit or like this show doesn't make any sense um, a lot of criticism of the animation um, because as I said in episode one if you didn't skip it mm-hmm. um, the animation is all mocap but uh. the problem is that they didn't adapt it to anime because there are there are shows that have used mocap before um but they don't rely on it as heavily as xrm does and they also know better than to just slap some Uh, art over it and call it a day uh it's Um. so ugly it's so ugly like going from clone wars season seven beautifully animated they actually got darth maul's actor to to be him again and like portray him on camera and do mocap so his unique fighting style is is in the show and then you send me that trailer and i have not <laughs> known peace since i've seen this goddamn trailer but there's a fucking show it's so ugly but what's funny to me is that this is a website that has readers that are super into anime which means that X-Arm is so bad that everyone, I guess, is just hate-watching it at this point, because there's nothing redeeming about they this gotta show. They gotta be! Like, even in the comments, in, even in the comments they're like, oh, the plot really kind of isn't enough to save it, but it's in the top five, so people are watching it. It's gotta be hate-watching it, or they gotta, like, <laughs> leave their TV running or something. Like, I don't <laughs> think anyone is actually watching it. It looks... Y'all, it looks so fucking bad. It's so bad. On this list, though, surprisingly, I've at least heard of uh, the egg one. <laughs> Wonder egg. I yeah. don't know anything about it. I've seen like gifs of it on Tumblr, and I was like, "That looks interesting." I'm gonna save that in my likes to look it up later because, like, mm-hmm. this three gift set was like weird enough to catch my attention. Uh, and then yeah. I've heard of the slime reincarnation one. <laughs> um, I have not seen it don't know anything about it but i have heard of about it and i think that's a very funny preface (laughs) (laughs) and it's that's season two specifically right so it or it's been running for for a minute now Mm -hmm. and then the third one is video research founded in 1962 um it's the most similar to nielsen in the u.s uh and they publish weekly Mm -hmm. they take a sample of viewers over four and they don't count rebroadcasts 
Um, yeah. That seems smart. Yeah. So it's like the most professional, probably the most long-running uh, company that does these rankings. And they do, like, regular TV. Like, they have a list for drama, uh, sports, mm-hmm. news, and they have an anime uh, ranking list. But they only cover the Kanto region, which includes Tokyo, but it's not all of Japan. Okay. Um, and then they also include long-running shows and kids shows like Ampama or Chibi Maruko-chan, which are kind of those shows that are mainstays in Japan but aren't as well-known in the West. Yeah. So the top five, uh, as of the last week of January, mm-hmm. number one is Sazae-san, which has been airing... I think since the 60s um it's the i think the longest running tv show in the world at this point whoa we should do an episode on that like even if we don't watch the entire thing i think exploring the history of that would be incredibly interesting because it's gotta had other influence on literally everything else that's running yeah it's that show that like everyone in japan knows because it's just been running for so long it's like how the simpsons has been running forever but it's been running longer than the simpsons oh my god yeah we absolutely should do an episode on that that sounds incredibly fascinating that it's been going that long Mm -hmm. it started in 1969 (laughs) nice uh so it's only slightly younger than the list that ranks it wow that's Uh, crazy yeah yeah, it holds the Guinness World Record for the longest-running animation television series. Wow. Over 2,500 episodes. Fucking hell. To be fair, uh, the episodes are short. Okay, that's that's fair. But still, yeah, two, so that's why it has so many. 2,000 episodes. It's, it's been running since the late 60s. Jesus Christ. And then number two is Detective Conan. Hey, that's your show. <laughs> I recognize yeah. that one because you've talked to me about it. And I know it's about a little uh, boy. <laughs> three, Chibi Maruko-chan. Uh, four is Yasahime, which is the Inuasha Oh, uh, hey! Yeah. So you're right about it being really popular. Um, and then five is One Piece. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, aside from... Yashihime, all of these shows are have hundreds of episodes apiece and have been running for years. Holy fuck. Yeah, so Yashihime is doing real well for itself. Good good for them. <laughs> the last one is Nico Video. Hey! I know about Nico Video, but that's because <laughs> I know about Vocaloid. <laughs> and I got into so, Vocaloid super late. So, <laughs> so if you want to know what the nerd nerds are watching, you go to Nico video hell yeah um, it's called uh nico video because well it's called nico nico because it sounds like it's the japanese idiophone for smiling yeah like doki doki for heartbeat or jiro jiro for stare like sometimes characters will just say g and that's like the staring noise i love it so much um, and then in english we just get stuff like woof like we don't get anything fun like that like we don't have like a heartbeat minecraft injury noise (laughs) super mario oof uh (laughs) those are ours in comparison um so yeah nico nico is like a japanese youtube uh they actually also initially used youtube as a video source but they got so big and traffic got so high that youtube blocked them and they had to temporarily shut down and make their own site like they had to build their own uh, video hosting site oh. because YouTube was like, 
we're getting too much traffic from you guys. I had no idea about any of that. I just always mm-hmm. thought it was its own separate thing. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like YouTube mixed with SoundCloud, where um, I don't know if SoundCloud still does this, but you could add comments at certain timestamps. I don't know if they still do it, but I know that you could do it on Nico Nico because watching yeah. old Vocaloid first like OG uploads and then seeing all the comments, it's just <laughs> fucking unwatchable unless you turn them off. Yeah. Uh, the, the point of having those comments is so that you get a uh, the kind of experience like you're watching it with people but mm-hmm. again the problem is that if you if it's a very popular video there are going to be a ton of comments it's hard to look at yeah especially because like if it's an older video too a lot of them are just going to be mm-hmm. fucking memes or trolls at this point <laughs> unfortunately um, but Nico Nico Mikoniko has a huge nerd fan base so users are typically fans of anime video games Vocaloid um yeah <laughs> nerd shit uh basically if you want to know what hardcore anime fans are watching during the late night prime time you look at nico nico nico, nico ratings nice lay it on me okay so number one is mushoku tensei uh jobless reincarnation number two is jujutsu kaisen again okay number three is cells at work code black uh four uh yuru camp season two and five is suppose a kid from the last dungeon boonies moved to a starter town what what (laughs) is that title that's a that's two whole ass sentences almost that one jujitsu show though has shown up on like most of the lists yeah so it's got to be super fucking popular oh jujitsu kaisen is so fucking good though it's so good i just watched the episode that just aired uh, I'm kind of worried it's veering into, uh, you know, when a fight happens in a shonen anime, and it should be like five seconds long, but they stretch it out into a whole like twenty minute episode. Oh no! They haven't done that yet, but I was worried they were gonna do that. Oof. Okay. So it is a it is a shonen. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's very good. Jujutsu Kaisen is very popular. It's a fall leftover, I think. So it started fall 2020 okay and it's still going wow uh, so that might also lend to its popularity because it's been airing for a while before this season mm-hmm. but it was also super po- super popular when it started it was very popular when it was uh, a manga cells at work have you heard of cells at work it sounds vaguely familiar it's that show about um cells in the body as people oh no <laughs> Oh. But it's so interesting because, like, okay. all the red Ooh. blood cells have, like, little uniforms, and they're all, like, delivery people, so they deliver oxygen around the body. Okay, that's really cute. Um, you said, like, <laughs> oh, it's like the cells as people, and I instantly had, like, awful fears about it being Italia 2.0. I was like, no, no, don't personify anything else, please. That sounds super cute, though. I may actually check that yeah. out. That sounds cute as hell. The first cells at work is, like... A bio lesson but all of the cells and body functions are these people mm-hmm. so they'll do an episode on like the body gets a cut and germs invade and they show how the white blood cells fight back and all of the other different immune cells and it gives you like it's just interesting to see science told that way but basically, that show is about a fairly healthy, regular body um, and what happens when everything works correctly. Huh. 
cells at work black is heavily implied that the body is of a man in maybe his late 50s he's old um smokes drinks too much um has erectile dysfunction in one episode and has to take viagra wonderful Um, of course so you don't ever see the person but you do see the cells inside the body Mm -hmm. and cells at work black is interesting because all these characters have no control over what's happening they just kind of have to deal with it cells at work black follows like a new red blood cell so you're learning things as he's learning things okay yeah that's always so fun. when yeah so when the smoking happens he's like what, what the fuck is happening like what's going on and all the other cells are like oh we're used to this they go up to the lungs and they're all like all the filters are filled with like black tar and stuff Ugh. and he's like what what is this everyone else is so harrowed because they've been through it before that they're just like this is just how it is um, and it's interesting comparing Cells at Work to Cells at Work Black because in Cells at Work, everything is like shiny and new and the regular cells live in these apartment complexes. They're really cute. Oh. And then <laughs> in Cells at Work Black, like everything looks like it's been through it. Like there's dirt in all of the arteries, <laughs> which is the cholesterol. Um, all the buildings are kind of run down. Mm-hmm. Stuff's broken. Um, I love it. So it's it. a very interesting metaphor for, like, <laughs> what's happening inside the body. Yeah, that's... God, that's... I like when when there's concepts that are interesting and new, as opposed to, like, another shonen or shoujo. Yeah. They're also airing at the same time, so... Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I'll watch um, an episode of Cells at Work, and then it'll be all, like, cute and happy and fun. They're like, we just fought off a germ, yay! And then Cells at Work Black is, uh, is like... <laughs> Um, cancer. Great. Um. Love it. <laughs> cancer and erectile dysfunction. Great. Um, so in the U.S., uh, because anime is more niche, uh, it's harder to find anime-specific lists. Uh, if you look up anime shows in U.S. broadcasts, it's pretty much exclusively English-dubbed children's shows like Pokemon, Yokai Watch, Beyblade, um, Bakugan, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> um, so you're not gonna find like I don't know Tokyo Ghoul and the Nielsen ratings basically. Um, so I look specifically at what Crunchyroll and Funimation say are their most popular uh, shows currently. So for Crunchyroll, number one is Attack on Titan. Not surprising. Uh, makes sense because yeah, it's been popular for a hot minute, and the final season is airing. Oh really? I didn't know that it was mm-hmm. the final season final season last one i remember i was like i think i watched all of season one and then i was like "Mm, i don't like this actually (laughs) or not even all of season one i watched like three or four episodes and was like "Eh." yeah i forgot about it for like three or four years and came back because it was on hulu um the jump from season one to season two and three shit just gets so complicated that if you blink You'll miss, like, integral pieces of information. Season 3 started airing July 2018 and ended July 2019. Wow. And season 4 started end of 2020. So there wasn't a huge gap. Okay. There was just so much shit that happened that I just forgot. Woof. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, the Helsing OVA, there were anywhere between 2 and 3 years between each OVA episode. Be- but the animation is beautiful. It's like 
the original manga style to a T, but like compared to the original Helsing series that was from 2003, I think, because the manga was still coming out, didn't follow it, mm. I believe. Uh, like, I have all of the OVAs on DVD because they came out so far apart and mm-hmm. um, have a whole bunch of special features and stuff, but love Helsing. I will do an episode talking about <laughs> Helsing and how it's one of the few dubs that are just as good as the subs. Like, the voice actors are in both versions are just so good and perfect. Um, but back to the Crunchyroll list. Yeah. Um, Give me that Crunchyroll list. Number one is Attack on Titan. Number two is Dr. Stone. Number three, Black Clover. Four is One Piece. And five, again, is Jujutsu Kaisen. Huh. Jujutsu Kaisen's really killing it. Yeah. Surprisingly not surprising as as far as, like, a list goes. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of Black Clover, but I don't know anything about it. But I, I at least, like, recognize most of that list. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's interesting what you can recognize from the um, the Crunchyroll list versus the Japan list. Mm-hmm. Because I watch too much, I can recognize more of the Japanese list, I think. But because Crunchyroll and Funimation are kind of the only two streaming services that will carry anime, um, if they don't license it, you don't really hear about it in the U.S. Yeah gotta go deep underground for those good good fan subs mm-hmm. oh, god i watched so much of detective conan fan subbed because because it's almost a thousand episodes there's like a solid chunk in the middle that i had to watch as fan subs and there is one group that consistently did a couple hundred episodes but there's a chunk before that where no one had really taken ownership of it i guess mm-hmm. So one fan sub group just took the Chinese subs and translated those. So it was oh, no. the original Japanese translated to Chinese, translated to English. Oh no. <laughs> I'm sure that was comprehensible in any goddamn way. Yeah, there's one episode where a suspect makes a poison with cyanide, I think, but they call it mole sauce. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was a very confusing episode for me. The chocolate sauce. <laughs> wow. I had never heard of mole sauce before, so I was like, is this some poison that I'm not aware of? And I look it up, and all I get are all recipe <laughs> results from uh-huh. Google. Like, oh, you want to you wanna make chocolate sauce? Is that what you yeah. want? I'm like, no. Savory chocolate what does this sauce? have to do with poison? Savory chocolate sauce for your chicken dish, please? <laughs> oh, my God. God, that's incredible. Oh, the perils of trying to watch a show that has that has been abandoned by English licensors. A lot of it is on Crunchyroll, but because there's so much of it, I don't know if they actually have every single episode. Gotcha. Um, so Funimation's list. Yeah. Uh, number one is Horimiya. Two, uh, Rising of the Shield Hero. Three, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Yeah. Four, Skate the Infinity. And five is Kimetsu no Yaiba, or Demon Slayer. Okay, well there's Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Demon Slayer just got a movie. Uh, Mugen Train, or Infinity Train, uh-huh. came out October 2020. And it did real well. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. It set multiple box office records, including highest-grossing film of all time in Japan. 
highest grossing anime film and highest grossing Japanese film of all time. Wow. Yeah. Highest grossing animated film of 2020. And it wasn't on any of the other lists, like, from Japan? Well, this is the movie. Okay. And this got a theatrical release. Oh. So all the other ranking lists are just airing okay. shows. Yeah. Wow. For a theatrical release for an anime, though, that's fucking... That was a baller. It did real well. Like, I'm looking at the highest grossing anime films of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demon Slayer is at the top. It beat Your Name and Spirited Away. Wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. That's crazy. Good for them. <laughs> right? Yeah. To be fair, it's only been released in Asia at this point. So I imagine the number is going to bump back up. But. Mm-hmm. It did extremely well, especially during a pandemic. Shit, yeah. So, Anaplex of America has licensed the film, which will be out theatrically in North America in cooperation with Funimation in 2021. In both sub and dub, uh, if things go well. Madman Entertainment in Australia is going to screen it in February which will probably happen because New Zealand and Australia are in a hot mess like the US right now. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> it do be like that though. <laughs> but yeah, Mugen Train is coming to the US eventually. It has been licensed. Nice. Fucking hope so because they ain't missing money on that because. Yeah, I mean, if it's on lists for, for popular anime in America, you better bring that shit over here. So, my general observations. Uh, about shows that end up being popular, uh, at least in the U.S., they're almost exclusively action and shonen titles, with some exceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, and shows that are popular in the U.S., when I compared those lists to Japan, uh, the shows that are popular in the U.S. aren't confined to what's airing. When you go further down on the Funimation list, for example, after Demon Slayer, which isn't even airing right now. After that is Initial D, which aired in the 90s. Whoa! Um, FMA Brotherhood. Whoa! Yeah, like shows that have been over for a while. But I also suspect that might just be because of the nature of streaming. Like if we counted regular TV in the US the same way, The Office and Friends would probably rank really highly despite that's... being over for 10 plus years. Yeah, that's fair. There is there is like that nostalgia factor. Um, mm-hmm. There is also... Probably ease of availability because they've been over for longer and they got those full dubs. You don't have to wait for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's probably contributed some some of the popularity at least. I assume it's it's probably similar if you look at like Abema TV, one of the ranking lists I mentioned, has a channel specifically for older shows. Mm-hmm. There's probably stuff in there like they probably show um, Spirited Away and Howl's Moving Castle a bunch of times. Yeah, during the week. That's fair. It's it's the Hallmark yeah. movie channel, but for anime. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, should people watch the big three of the late two thousands? Um. My take is, if you wanna. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> because they're kind of long, and they kind of exist in this cultural moment of people starting to discover anime with the advent of the internet and more sophisticated like broadband internet that allowed people to even watch video Mm -hmm. 
around this time netflix was still doing dvds yeah if i wanted to watch a youtube video i had to sit there and wait for it to load first and i was watching stuff in like 480p so it wasn't even high quality video but yeah like if my dad wanted to use the internet he'd tell me to get off youtube Mm -hmm. so if you're gonna watch stuff you're gonna watch stuff that you already knew was popular and now there is just so much content happening that you can find something that you really love that either is super popular or most people haven't even heard of and I don't know necessarily if all these shows still hold up aside from maybe One Piece because that's still going strong Um, I could tell you at least the first like three seasons of Naruto absolutely (laughs) are nearly unwatchable because I was making my partner watch them for a hot minute because I thought it was funny (laughs) and looking back oof those first couple episodes were real rough yeah uh bleach is really good until the end of i want to say the second arc and then it goes into filler for a hot second at least Mm -hmm. the anime does um but it kind of falls apart after the first arc because the villain kind of the narrative gets stretched out too much and it kind of loses its impact a little bit gotcha yeah, that's a shame when they do that. Mm. But still love it, though. Still watched it. Yeah, no, I like... In my opinion, if you wanted to give Naruto a chance, like, I would say read the manga. You could get through it a lot faster, because those filler episodes <laughs> that don't matter aren't there. Mm-hmm. The art style is nice. I do like the art style of Naruto. And yeah, if you don't want to spend, like, I don't know, $300 buying all the volumes. Uh, Shonen Jump has a US site where you can uh, pay a monthly subscription like Netflix, but for manga. So you can read all of Naruto online. Yeah. That's baller. That slaps. That's awesome. Times have changed. Yeah. I was just going to tell people go to your library. Maybe they have Naruto. That too. (laughs) (laughs) Go to your library. There's probably Naruto there. There's definitely Naruto there. Um. But yeah, Naruto's sequel, Boruto, is still popular, so it has has to have something going for it. Um, And then I have a list of stuff that's kind of similar that I think is worth watching. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen, obviously, is on, like, every list for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is streaming on Crunchyroll. Uh, My Hero Academia is streaming on Funimation. I personally don't watch it for a list of reasons. Mm-hmm. My problem with uh, My Hero Academia is that I've watched so much Shonen that I just can't watch My Hero Academia. Typically, the people who tell me they watch it are people who don't watch a stupid amount of anime the way I do. So they That's don't have like, the overexposure. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Which is like not a dig. It's like. Like, I'm sure My Hero Academia has its redeeming qualities, and I probably just need to watch more, but I just... I think also because I had just watched Hunter x Hunter before that, which uh, does a lot of... Fair. Yeah, it, it takes a lot of typical shonen tropes and just plays with them and subverts them, and it's super interesting. Um, especially for someone who's watched, like, 200 shows at this point. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a little bit of at least the first season of My Hero, and... It's good as far as, like, shonen anime mm-hmm. go. Like, the style is is 
very colorful. It's visually striking. The fight scenes are well done. Like they're they're very mm-hmm. they're very well done. I have gripes about the costuming choices for teenage <laughs> girls. The way, it, of course, because it's a shonen, the way it treats women and girls uh, mm-hmm. is a little iffy and icky. Um, <laughs> and no, it's not empowering because they choose to wear it. Someone chose to draw them in that. They're fake characters. A a real person chose to draw them in that. That's that's not how this works. You can be horny, just not for your own teenage characters. Thank you. Um, you can be horny, just don't call it empowerment, please. Yeah, seriously. Like, if you want to be horny, that's fine. Just literally do not call it empowerment. Jesus Christ. But the characters are fun. I really like the character All Might. Like, he is the probably the best part mm. of the series. Like, he's really fun. He's a really interesting Japanese take on American superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I kind of want a, I want a miniseries more about, like, the teachers in the show rather than the kids, because mm. I think the teachers are way more interesting. <laughs> I went through high school. I don't need to watch another show about kids <laughs> going through high school. I'm good. But there are, like, people my age who are super into it, which is curious. Um, yeah. But then also, there, there are people who... Um, aren't super into anime so i feel like it's kind of i think it's kind of a gateway for people who aren't super into it which is i think is cool as far as any of the other ones go it is the new naruto one piece bleach it is baby's baby's first anime baby's first shonen (laughs) if if like you don't go the nostalgia route of like watching dragon ball z yeah my first anime was death note though so Mm. like my first shonen so yeah, oof, Death Note. <laughs> Ooh, Death Note. We're gonna have to talk a whole lot about Death Note at some point. Oh god, yeah. yeah. Now that we've, uh, everyone's turned this off because we trashed My Hero Academia. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of a an overview of the big three and what uh, streaming and the internet has kind of done to shape what is popular now um, and how there are shows that everyone's kind of watching, but because there's so much content available... It's just not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so weird. It's that's it's crazy to see the difference between now and, and literally seven like 17 years ago. Just the difference. Oh, I was wrong. It's 18. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was off oh, by God. one. Oh, God, no, because my sister, my sister was born in 2003. Yeah, so was my brother. What what is this? <laughs> That's fine. I get my revenge on the youth whenever I see my brother or I talk to him. I like if I catch him playing a game on Steam, I go, "Are you winning, son?" And if <laughs> and I'll I'll text him like random images and I'll be like, "Is this Fortnite?" <laughs> and he hates it so much. <laughs> but on that note, if you wanted to do a segment on like what we're currently watching, if you wanted to end every yeah. episode with that. Uh, my currently watching list is 14 shows long, so... What's your top... Do you want me to go through all of it? What's your top five, or your top three of that list? (laughs) Um, let's see. Uh, I really like Horimiya. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Just, it's too good. Uh, Heaven's Design Team is good. I think is kind of slept on. It's about a animal design department in heaven. Uh, the premise oh. is that God started making animals and then was like, 
this shit's hard and there are too many of them i'm gonna outsource Incredible. so the show is about the design team he hires to make animals and it's very good uh kimono jihan is popular in japan currently but i think slept on in the u.s mm-hmm. it's like a mystery show about um like people who are half yokai oh okay yeah that's cool and currently watching that's not airing i'm watching nana <gasps> nana i used to read the manga for that oh i am so upset i got to episode maybe 15 and i was like this is good and i picked it up because i was like oh i'll watch a show that's over and i won't have to wait for new stuff mm-hmm. but i think i looked up the manga and it said hiatus Oh. It said oh. one year to like 2012, and it said hiatus. So I'm like, wait a minute. There's no way it's been on hiatus since 2012. Uh-huh. It has. Uh-huh. It's been on hiatus uh-huh. for nine years uh-huh. with no end in sight. Uh-huh. Awful. <laughs> so, but I can't stop watching it now because I like it too much. So I guess I'm just going to get to the end and suffer. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what are you watching? Um. Currently... I'm waiting for Way of the House Husband to be released. Yes. I'm so excited about that. Um, I'm probably going to do a re- rewatch of Black Butler very soon. I have beef with Black Butler. I have, we we could talk about that too. Um, <laughs> I started and put down Cannon Busters, which mm. is really good. It's very Trigun. <laughs> it's v- I love Trigun. It's very inspired by, by Trigun and Cowboy Bebop. It is a by an American dude. It was a, a manga first, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's fun. Like it, It's a much more mod- modernized Trigun Cowboy Bebop sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to possibly start The Great Pretender, which is also on Netflix. Oh, that was very good. Yeah, and I'm waiting for is season two of Beastars out? It's airing. I'm watching it. Ah! <laughs> We had this conversation. That's true. <laughs> I was like, it's airing right now, Madison. And you're like, I'll just wait. That's true. I uh, I need to I need to catch up on B stars then because that's the other uh, other one that I've that I am actually in, currently invested in is B stars. I love the furries. They're very good. Um, <laughs> it's a it's such a good show. It is. But yeah, Great Pretender, Cam Busters, B stars, rewatch of Black Butler. That's about where I am right now way of the house husband waiting for you excitedly waiting for that show excited i need to catch the live action adaption too i haven't seen it mm. yeah so we have a twitter hey. uh, we're on twitter at two weebs in a trench because the character limit wouldn't let me put coat in there and then you can email us at weebs in a trench coat at gmail.com hey. our intro music is our way by bitney and the music you're listening to right now is Chocolate Sunglasses by Drunken Foreigner Band. Hey, thank you so much for listening. This has been Two Weeds in a Trench Coat. I'm Madison. And Suzanne. And we still need to figure out a better intro and outro. <laughs> <laughs> Good night.